Welcome to the Do More Good podcast. You're listening to the Do More Good podcast. The Do More Good podcast. Uh, welcome to Do More Good podcast. Do more good. Do good, do more. Do more good podcast. Do more good podcast. That's what you want me to say. Yeah. You're okay. listening to the Do More Good podcast. This is the Spotlight series. Shorter episodes on the big issues. You can find more at domoregood.uk and get in touch if you'd like to feature. Right, here we are, James, back again for another Spotlight episode. It's the Do More Good podcast. How are you doing? Very well, Kenneth. I'm very well. We were just talking off air about your busy weekend. Yes. Saying hello to strangers. I know. Saying hello to strangers. Yeah, it was the Captain Tom 100 weekend, so... We thought we'd put a little challenge together for the kids. So we all sat around the dinner table and came up with saying hello to 100 people and getting a response over the weekend. So, yeah, we managed to achieve it. It's got a few strange looks along the way. <laughs> I did think, I'm not sure this is probably the best thing to be telling my kids to say hello to strangers. You know, we obviously te- you, you normally teach them to avoid speaking to strangers, etc. But it was all done in in, in friendly way and we, we raised £100. So, yeah, nice it work. was all good. It was all good. Yeah, yeah, we're just recording this the day after the the May bank holiday. How how was yours? Yeah, it was fine, thank you. It was was a perfect temperature for me because it it was cloudy enough that I didn't get sunburned on the first possible weekend to get sunburned in the year. So I'm taking that as a win. Good, and we've got a... I mean, I'm quite excited about this chat because it's been a few weeks now. And so we're speaking to to Claire James today and, and, and Claire's joined us as part of the Do More Good crew over the last sort of three, four weeks to come in and help us with just just basically get our shit in order james to be honest she's whipped Uh, us into shape hasn't she she has she has no it's brilliant claire how are you doing i'm good thank you yeah good it's good to be on here so yeah a bit weird but uh all good and you're coming back this is your first day back in the office after a, a week yeah i had a week in cornwall for my birthday yeah some of the restaurants and pubs aren't open there yet so waiting for more of the tourists, but um, <laughs> you can still drink gin in the house, can't you? You can always drink gin in the house. Oh, someone's got a phone call coming through. Oh, that's this, me. Could be, this could be a special guest. <laughs> this could be a first time. <laughs> it is. I can assure you. There is. Hang on, let me shut it up. <laughs> so, James, yeah, we thought about getting someone to, to come in and help us because we were pretty poor at social media and just thought, you know, we've been doing this for how long now? Nearly, nearly three years and wondered if it would be an opportunity for someone who'd want to just come in and help and make whatever is the role is it them, themselves. I mean, you can probably put it in a better words than I can. And also there's just quite a lot to do, isn't there? There's loads of channels out there now. Once we factor in your dancing on TikTok as well, we've got to get on top of that. There was a whole area there that we didn't specialise in and we knew somebody would. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, opened that up and Claire got in touch. Yeah. So, Claire, come on, tell us, tell us about we can really pry now, can't we? When did you first hear of the Do More Good podcast? So I think I heard about it probably before lockdown last year. And then obviously we're all trying to kind of do our daily steps when lockdown happened. And then, yeah, got hooked on it then. Over lockdown, it became my little kind of like lunchtime walk buddy every kind of week or other week when the episodes came out. And then you guys had said a little while ago that you were looking for someone to give you a hand. And I kind of ummed and art about it and thought, well, yeah, that would be a really cool time. And then I got chatting to one of you on, I think it was Instagram. I want to say it was around Ken's birthday when he when you were posting about the present delivery and said, oh, yeah, I've been meaning to message you and did. Um, and it kind of started from there. Wow. Nice. 
Nice. And what do you do when you're not sorting us out with your with social media? Just for a bit of background, what is your what's your other career? So I'm um, one of the regional community fundraisers at Shelter. Um, I look after the after Birmingham and the West Midlands. Um, I've worked before in the hospice sector, um, international development, and children's health, and really started all of that back at uni. Um, was how I got into the sector. What do you enjoy about it most, Claire? Because I think that's one thing you brought into us is just a, you know, just a different perspective on on the charity sector. I think we're all in our, such our own little bubbles, right, of, of kind of what we see day in, day out, whether it's on social media, whether it's through our day jobs, whatever means. But what what is it about the, the, the sector and working in the sector that, that makes it special for you? I think it's just, I really always love everyone's stories and it sounds really cliche, but I remember hearing a story when I worked for the local hospice of a lady who I think it was her sister got taken out in a classic car around all the villages that she'd lived and then they went up to see the sunset on the Malvern Hills and that was the last time that she got to leave the hospice and for her family that was really really special and I just think it's those stories that those reasons behind why people support charities that are really really inspiring and kind of reinforce why the work that we do as fundraisers is really important we're doing a course at the moment then about storytelling exactly that but how do you get your message across how do you tell stories and how can you tell stories well it's so important about how you get your supporters on board tell them a a story that resonates with them like you remember that story that's the story that you can recall from years ago so how important a skill that is. And Kenneth, I mean, that's what we try and eke out of our guests every week, right? We try and get their story and, and their tale of how they how they got into the sector. I think the same, like, that's what's been kind of on my last point about Claire providing a different perspective. I've, I've found it really useful, and I think probably speak for both of us, James, having Claire come in with a fresh set of eyes on things. You know, this is a really informal side project for all of us, right? When... We don't, no one gets paid. We don't make any money from this. It's, it's just a, a fun idea that we had a few years ago that we've continued to do. But I think just having Claire on board and giving a different perspective, different ideas, it's probably kept you and I more accountable, James. And I was saying to my wife the other day that actually just Claire's given us a renewed energy for it. And, you know, we've all got loads of ideas. So it'll be really interesting to, to see where it goes over the next two, three, four years. Claire, what's been the biggest surprise so far for you, having seen the inside? <laughs> Obviously, it's all really well organised. Really? I mean, yeah. A yeah. really well-oiled slip machine. <laughs> <laughs> I think probably you guys have done really well over the last couple of years to kind of get it out there and establishing it. I guess it's now at the point where you can grow it. I think probably the biggest was surprise. It did make me giggle when I told you it did too. You were just following each other on social media. <laughs> Two followers on like Twitter and Instagram. So yeah, and it's it's that thing as well, isn't it? About, you know, having the time to sit there and, and build that audience and engage with them. Um, but that did make me giggle. Yeah, you've seen behind the curtain. You've seen the utter shambles, Claire. And kind of seeing what there is there what do you where do you want to go where do you want to take it what's uh, I mean this is a bit odd isn't it you having to kind of describe your objectives to to our audience but where where can you see something like social taking it yeah it feels like a job interview doesn't mm. it yeah I think it's just growing the audience and engaging a bit more and finding out just kind of having that chat and that social space which is what social's about having a bit of fun and 
really finding out what people want to that's one of the things that I've kind of mentioned is what inspires them who inspires them what do they want to hear why do they listen I guess mm-hmm. So we've, we've put in a, a weekly call, haven't we, where we have 15 minutes, which I actually really like because it's just like so concise. We've got some notes, have a quick conversation between the three of us and go, right, what are we going to do this week? And it, and it just kind of helps keep that momentum and, and rhythm, which I, I'm, I'm finding really, really useful. But you're also, again, Claire, like coming up with suggestions of guests and you know, we reached out to someone who you suggested last week and we've got them coming on in a couple of months time, which is brilliant. But I guess leading to my question, Claire, when you saw it or you heard it and you were like, OK, these guys, maybe I can help them in some way. Why did you choose to get involved? Because you're obviously very busy as it is with, with everything else going on, you know, home, uh, job, you know, life in general. And then to say, OK, I'm going to try and give my some time to this. Why did why did you do that? I think for me, I've always really enjoyed doing the social aspects of other groups that I'm in and getting involved in sharing. It probably comes back again to the stories of sharing. And it was a chance, I guess, a bit selfishly from my point of view to expand some of the skills and knowledge I've got. I guess the opportunity to have a bit of a play and see what works and what doesn't. I think there's a really nice point around anyone who's got something going on kind of on the side to their normal job is that you do get to try things out and play with different things and I don't know test stuff that you wouldn't necessarily be comfortable doing with with work yeah I think that's why maybe why we enjoy it quite so much is that freedom to to play around yeah it's play and have fun right isn't it I think that's kind of a principle that hopefully you've got Claire from and hopefully our audience has got from listening is that we just like to have fun with this and the day when it doesn't become fun anymore I think is the day when we have an honest conversation and go well why are we doing this but I think it's been quite obvious Claire that you've kind of bought into the ethos of what it was about you and and it's great to see that actually speaking to someone face to face that has listened to the show and and now to speak to you weekly and obviously speak to you some of them late night whatsapp conversations that we just have that go off in all different types of trajectories but just great to see that it authentically came through to you what we were trying to represent through this as well I remember when we had our kind of initial chat and I was just saying you know you guys just sound like you have a lot of fun yeah Kenneth you got really excited and you were like yeah that's exactly what it is it's it's fun and it's not supposed to be something that's really like hard going yeah Oh, James is pondering there, aren't you? Look, you've stimulated some thought there, Claire. I, I just wasn't, seen... I wasn't aware this was supposed to be fun. I've always taken this <laughs> extremely seriously. <laughs> you do look Maybe pretty I've serious. misread the mission, to be fair. Yeah. You've got like a, a nice shirt on. It looks like it's been nicely ironed. And... It's by myself, actually. I ironed it all myself. You yeah. ironed a shirt today? Yeah, yeah, did well. What? Did well. I got mocked for this, actually, because I, I maintained the shirt for quite a long time into lockdown. And people were like, Jesus, James, relax. Take it easy. You're not in the office anymore. Wearing the full suit to to Zoom meetings, that kind of stuff. But it's yeah. all what's below the belt that matters. I mean, are you shorts? Nothing on. Sandals? Yeah. yeah, completely. With socks? Yeah, <laughs> just the sandals. That's it. It's just the <laughs> It's been a few weeks. We, we've already said it's it's been invaluable for, for us. And we've not kind of said, here's the objectives. We're trying to kind of work out where do we want to focus time and where do we want to have fun with. And But when you look back on this time in a, a few years, or, you know, later on in life, what do you hope to get out of it? What do you hope to to remember? Just kind of gaining some more skills and having fun and really championing the sector as a whole. You know, the guests that you've had on already and some of the ones we've got planned are just really, really exciting. And 
also not not always like mainstream people who are just you know the ones we all know which I think is really exciting the sector is full of amazing and wonderful people and lockdown definitely showed that when you did the special about Pamperade you know that really highlights the genius behind the fundraisers so when I was furloughed I got involved with furloughed fundraisers and I think it's just shown the last year however hard and challenging it's been that we all just want to do lots more good in yeah. the world <laughs> Oh yeah, no. God, look, she's so on brand already. <laughs> as soon as you said that, as soon as you went down that route, Claire, I thought about the Pamperade thing and kind of just getting involved and getting stuck in. And the, the, the enthusiasm that we had in that, that episode, Rebecca, talking about that, just jump in, just give it a go. And I, I guess you would kind of echo that, reach out. If there's something that somebody wants to do, if they've had this idea for ages, lockdown's quite a nice opportunity. We're not going out and doing anything else. So give it a go and try it out. Yeah, everyone's life has moved and developed at different times. And I think the last year's, yeah, definitely highlighted that even when we're told you can't do your job, we're still quite determined to do a lot more and just helping people that aren't as fortunate as the rest of us. Yeah, no, that's great. That's really great. Claire, look, we're really pleased to to have you on board. We've said it, obviously, to you, Facebook, you know, I think just saying it publicly, I think you've already a breath of fresh air in terms of ideas and so you know if anyone wants to reach out to, to Claire you know you can contact her she's now got all of the social logins she's probably over everything uh you know drop her a message say hello I think you were the most engaged tweet we had when you put your Twitter message out saying that you were coming on and, and, and joining us which is is great to see but yeah is there anything that you'd want to say to anyone who's listening Claire? Um, I don't think so just you know come over and see you know, if you haven't listened to episodes before, then take a take a look at the back history, as it were, the catalogue of different ones that are there. There is a real variety, and I think that's a really exciting thing, is it's mm. such a variety of people that you've spoken to. But yeah, definitely get in touch and don't be afraid to kind of say, oh, I'd like to hear this person or this person's inspired me and let us know more. Yeah, you're, you're proof that we do act upon recommendations. Yeah, your episode is coming up soon, isn't it? Your guest that you were after, so. Yeah, no, it's 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 all good. I'm really looking forward to it and really looking forward to to seeing where it goes over the next few weeks and, and months. And yeah, who who knows how long this this do more good train will roll on for? It's keeping it's keeping going at the moment. Choo choo. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. <laughs> nice one, guys. All right, let's wrap it up there. Claire, we'll see you every day on what's happened on social media and soon. <laughs> Yeah, you'll be bored of me before that. <laughs> Surely not. Take care, guys. Cheers. All right, see you. Bye. Just before we go, can we ask you a favour? If you enjoyed this episode and you made it this far after all and want to help us reach more people and attract more guests, then we'd really love a review on iTunes. Alternatively, if you haven't got anything nice to say, then say it in an email. Get in touch at contact at domoregood.uk and let us know how we can improve the show. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with another story of someone doing more good.